Welcome back to Entertainment Talk. Today I'm here to do a preview for a video game, uh, which is something I've never really done before. Um, I think I've done it maybe once or twice, maybe for, no, wouldn't have been for Batman Arkham Knight because that was 2015. Uh, but I'm here today to do a preview for a video game, um, which is going to be for The Last of Us 2. Now I want to say a couple of things up front. I wasn't going to do this podcast, but it's now two days away from launch and I feel more inclined to kind of do this podcast. Uh, I tweeted out a few weeks ago that there was a preview podcast I was going to do for a particular, I can't remember what I said exactly in the tweet, but for something particular and I said like I won't do it, I can't do it, I can't risk it because of how the thing's been treated Um, and uh, yeah, this is that preview podcast. Now you might already have guessed as to why I wouldn't or couldn't or whatever do the do this particular preview podcast um but I first of all I can't fathom the idea of someone spoiling this game for me which it has been kind of I'll I'll get into that in a bit just to be clear this particular thing I've heard I'm not going to say what it is in this podcast so don't don't worry about that I'm not going to repeat what I've uh, read by complete accident um but yeah, I I just couldn't fathom the idea of like myself posting this and then being just because I'm 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 stupidly excited for this game. I'll, I'll admit that, uh, and I've expressed that before on uh, on a few different podcasts when we've had trailers and gameplay videos and all sorts of other bits and pieces for this game leading up to launch. Uh, of course, it does come out in two days on Friday, nineteenth of June. It's the seventeenth of of June when I'm recording this. Uh, I do intend to post this today, so uh, it should be the same date. Um, but yeah, I, I just kept thinking ever, ever since the leaks came out or whatever, I just kept thinking like, okay, if I post a preview for this, someone's just going to reply with like, hey, this happens in the game. And then I've read it and then that, that's that pretty much. Uh, so I'm going to get into, again, not what that is, but like some things regarding the leaks, but do not worry, I'm not going to spoil anything. I just want to, just want to put that out there. Uh, that's actually my first note actually, so I'm going to get into it now. Um, apparently, now I don't know how many spoilers there is out there, uh, apparently the ending of the game has been leaked through a video, apparently there's parts of a scene that have been detailed, there's some images out there or, or whatnot. Uh, I don't know specifics to that, I don't want to know specifics to that, um, but, uh, some of the, I, I read a few weeks ago basically from a few people, because obviously the embargo has been lifted, it was lifted last week on the June, 12th of June, and uh, there was a conversation on Twitter that I read that uh, this guy said like, oh, I've accidentally seen all the all the leaks and spoilers and all that. Is this going to affect my enjoyment of the game? And this other guy who I guess had been like, you know, part of a uh, website or whatever and probably had the review for uh, embargo, probably had the game, sorry, for review embargo purposes. So you have to play early, of course, so that you can make the review, finish the game, get the review out for June 12th. And I guess he was a part of that. Um... And he said no, not not at all, basically. Um, so the the two spoilers that I got told again, I'm not going to repeat what they are, so don't worry about that at all. Um, I'm kind of like wondering if what I read is even true, sort of thing, because uh, apparently some other stuff about this game, like it's, some of the leaks are true and some of them aren't. I don't know which ones are supposed to be true, but it's kind of made since I kind of accidentally read these two things. Uh, now I've I've read two of the spoilers by accident. Uh, I'm not going to say what they even relate to or what what the situation is, um, but I'm kind of looking at those two spoilers, thinking like, is that even true? Did someone like, did someone actually like, 
kind of pile on top of the leaks and just like spread a bunch of lies it's it's possible that that's the case as well i again i don't know so yeah that that was basically the main reason i wasn't going to do this as early as what i was going to do it but the game is two days away i don't think someone's going to send me a spoiler for this game although i again if someone sends me a spoiler i'm not even going to know if it's true because apparently half of them aren't true i i i don't even know so we'll see but uh the game's two days away i wanted to do to just do a preview and talk about this game one last time before i played it before launch on friday uh so here i am basically for that hey guys what's up this is donnie and i host the adulting with donnie podcast And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. There's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and it will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Uh, So... Potential spoilers aside, or potentially not true spoilers aside, I'm I'm done with that part of the uh, discussion. Uh, let's get into some more of the, well, I say positive things. The next note I've got is the, called uh, the violence in the game. Uh, I do understand that some people are, you know, taken back by the violence displayed in the trailers and the gameplay and things like that. It's a very, very violent video game. I definitely recognise that. One thing I would say, not not against those opinions, because if if someone says, "Oh, Last of Us Two looks too violent," I don't think I can handle that. That's that's completely fine. I I don't even think that's really 
an opinion thing i think that's more of like a i mean it, it kind of is but like you know if someone's a bit more squeamish to violence or a bit more sensitive to violence than what i am that that's perfectly fine uh that's almost like a because you know normal opinions like okay do you like this thing do you not like this thing it's like a different type of opinion isn't it but it's one that's like okay if you're more um squeamish to the violence in this game or you don't like what's being displayed or you think it's gone too far or whatever that's perfectly fine i uh i i can kind of sympathize with that to me though in my opinion and my view on the game and stuff when i look at what's kind of happening in this game from the things that we know about it is okay there's two cults in this game they're a bit sort of different or whatever and something which I said to Robert a long time ago is when these particular cults, because Ellie, Ellie will face both of them, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure. I don't know about Joel, I don't know about anybody else or any of the new characters, I don't know the situation there. But you could pretty much guess that as Ellie, um, we will at some different points or maybe at the same points face both of these groups. We don't know why or how or whatever, whatever the situation is. When these particular two cults go to fight against Ellie or a companion that she's with, because you do have, uh, is it Dana? Dinah? Uh, she's one of your companions in the game at one, at one point. Why would the cult that you're fighting against care about what they do to Ellie? If that particular cult is going to try and kill, like, in the gameplay, you or, or Dinah or whatever, they're not going to care how violently they try to kill Ellie. And I can't, I can't see there being like a scene or a situation in the game where like, let let let's say this is just as example. This isn't based on anything I've kind of like read or or whatever. Let's say like you have to go and save someone. Let's just say it's like a red shirt from you from your community, and they're like tied up. They're about to be gutted or something like that, right? I don't think there's going to be a scene where, like, let's say you have to run in there with Ellie and save the day or whatever. I'm just, I'm just making this up, by the way. Like, th- this is just a hypothetical situation. Let's say you have to run in there and save one of your red shirts. They've been taken captive or taken hostage or whatever, and you have to save one of them. I don't think there's going to be a situation where one of the other cult leaders go, "Oh, you know what? We're being, a, we're being a bit too violent to this person," because that that doesn't seem to be within the nature of what they're like you could have a slightly different situation perhaps where someone who's maybe wanting to be out of that particular cult might argue against that but then they will probably be killed i'm guessing because they'll be seen as like a traitor or whatever so i can see that maybe being a situation where like there's someone who's like seen the the bad ways of this cult or or whatever and they want out and they're trying to get out of a particular cult um, and they maybe get caught out and get killed. That's possibly a situation, but for the characters that are all in on the situation, they're not going to care about how violent how violent they're being towards any enemy, not just Ellie, but and anybody else, any other red shirts that you may become across or whatever. A bit like in the, I think it was a 2018 E3 demo when uh, I think it was the big guy with the axe, the big uh, uh, bald guy with the axe that you fight in a, in a slightly later scene. Uh, in the E3 2018 gameplay demo. Um, when they've got one of those guys. Uh, they're hanging that guy. And then he guts him. He doesn't care about that does he? He doesn't care about how violent he's being. So to me when I look at the realistic nature of that. And what this cult would be like in the real world. They probably would be a lot like that. And not really care. Plus like you've, you've got two different factors that feed into that. One of which is. Okay first of all they're a cult. And they don't care and they're violent and whatever. Second of all you're in a post apocalyptic world. Where that has fundamentally changed. The humanity of everybody. To a certain extent. Of course Ellie and, and Joel. And whoever are still 
looked at as the heroic characters or whatever. So that their humanity still kind of remains the same, but I guess like damaged in a certain way because they they they've seen some things and whatnot and and that sort of thing. So everybody's humanity would have changed in a particular way, but not necessarily a more negative and sort of violent way. So I think all those factors feed into kind of the violence of the of the game. One the the third thing I want to kind of attach to this outside of the cult, which is more tied into maybe Ellie and some of the other characters and that sort of thing, is of course because we've seen even when Ellie goes to fight these people in the gameplay, a lot of the animation's pretty dark, a lot of it's pretty um, violent and brutal and all that sort of thing. It again with it within the theme of the world and the post-apocalyptic world, it just feels like that's what that would be like in that situation now let's say me or yourself hypothetically you know hypothetically or whatever let's say we're in that situation would we stab these people as violently as what ellie or joel or whoever would go to to, to kill them potentially not you know it might be a little bit different or whatever but there's also the other factor that Okay, we know that, because even Neil Druckmann himself has said this, so this really isn't a, a spoiler in any way, shape or form. He's kind of said that, like, okay, Ellie and Joel, they're, they're in this kind of community, they found some sort of sense of peace and all that. And um, at a certain point, there's there's an event that happens and it changes that. That was sort of roughly what Neil Druckmann, the, the, the uh, I think it's vice, I think he's the vice president of Naughty Dog and he's the uh, director of Last of Us 2. I think he was the director of the first game as well. He's kind of said, that, like, okay, at a certain point... Something dramatic happens and Ellie goes on a, on a revenge story. We don't know why she goes on a revenge story. We could take a few guesses, of course. But we, we, we don't know yet until we play the game. Because uh, it might not be a particular person that dies. It might not even be the death of somebody. It might be something else that happens. I, I don't particularly know. Um, but it sort of seems like her... Because there's clearly a point in this game where... Okay, th- things change, right? And Ellie certainly has a more violent approach in her own way to the situation... She herself, given the kind of dark, revengeful turn that she sort of seemingly takes in this game, that kind of feels realistic to like, okay, the, the, the violent, more stabby kind of stuff that she does. I mean, we saw in the uh, State of Play about a month ago now, when the, that woman who was playing the Vita and she got stabbed in the neck, even though she might kind of be one of the slightly more casual people in that because she didn't seem as anywhere near as aggressive as like what some of the others did but she's still a threat to ellie i mean she does she does actually still try and stab ellie in that scene she tries to kind of catch her off guard you know there's there's the dark revenge kind of stuff there from ellie so i think it's kind of it fits and it's appropriate that that's the way that ellie would kind of act so we'll, we'll see how all that plays in the game of course this is a preview not a review so i couldn't really tell you how that all plays out so uh, and this is a very different thing for me to do as well so uh, that's the violence in the game, and to me, where 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 it comes to okay, where do you draw the line? What I've kind of said before, and what I want this game to do is not try to push it too far deliberately, but don't try to hold back from it either. There's a fine line there where it's like, okay, at what point do you apply that? What needs to kind of happen in a particular scene to apply that kind of yeah, drawing the line as to like, okay, you're pushing this violence too far potentially what could that even be in this type of world what what could that look like um to, to where it could veer on like gore porn or torture porn or th- that sort of thing but like okay how how would that fit maybe within the context within a certain scene we'll have to wait and see of course on that as well um but uh yeah that that that, that kind of thing and like okay 
going back to the kind of cult revenge theme that's going on in this game, you shouldn't try to hold back on that, but don't try to push it forward too much either. So it'd be interesting to see how where, how and where they kind of draw the line with that as well in this game, because uh, I think that's going to be very interestingly handled as well. So, uh, my third note here, a bigger and more ambitious game, and uh, Neil again himself has said that um, this is Naughty Dog's biggest and most ambitious game. Uh, Uncharted 4, I think, one of, was one of their longer ones. Some of the Jack and Dexter games have been a bit longer. I haven't played them fully, the uh, Jack and Dexter games. Uh, Jack and Dexter, Jack and Dexter uh, games. So, um, in terms of context of those games, I don't have too much there, but... Uh, Uncharted 4, I think, was bigger than some of the other ones. Uncharted Lost, Lost Legacy was obviously a smaller game. The Crash games are really, really short anyway. So, I think you're probably heading for... I've I've heard, for time-wise, I've heard 25 to 35 hours, depending on, like, how much stuff you pick up, how much side stuff you do, how much kind of side-tracking for supplies you do. Do you want to try and, like, just push your way through? Do you want to search around a bit more and, and get some more supplies? Of course, that's going to add up to your time as well. Um... But yeah, I think I think given given where Last of Us One ended and where Part Two is going to kind of pick up, and you've got a dozen new characters, you've got two new cults um, who weren't in the game before. Um, I think in order to fit all of that within the story and flesh it out and not make it feel too rushed, I think it needs to be bigger and more ambitious. Plus, they're I think they're in a slightly different part of the city, or you're in mo- more open parts of the city. So in terms of it being a bigger game as well. Uh, I think Neil him, him, Neil himself as well has kind of said that like it will have certain certain parts of like um, Uncharted Lost Legacy where you'll get uh, where you you were in the truck uh, with uh, Nadine and Chloe, and uh, you would you would drive around these slightly more open parts. It wasn't really open world per se. It was sort of a a bigger linear kind of game if if that makes sense like it will be a linear game but there will be certain parts that will be slightly more open or you'll have more kind of options so i i kind of like that idea so we'll see how that all kind of plays out as well but uh yeah i'm all for you know if it takes me 40 hours don't really care as long as i'm enjoying the game which i think i'm very much going to uh so we'll see how all that plays out as well um i think that's all i've pretty much wanted to uh, point out with that i think that's the uh point that i've got the least notes on but uh yeah just in terms of you know new characters a new community for ellie and joel two new cults new characters within that how much will they be fleshed out is it going to be any flashbacks i think it's supposed to be so you've got a lot going on in there as well so i think in terms of it being a bigger and more ambitious game that certainly uh makes sense to me so uh, I'm very excited for that, which leads me perfectly into my final point. Uh, why I am so excited uh, and then tied into the gameplay and the darker world. So, uh, I, w- I want to point out the gameplay specifically for this, uh, why I'm so excited. I think when I look at Last of Us Part 2 and look at what it's trying to do, how it's trying to evolve and be a better, different game from the first part or the first edition... Um, I think uh, they're going for some ambitious, interesting stuff. Uh, one of the things that has caught my eye the most, because of course I haven't played the game, so I've only seen it, hence, uh, you know, from from the point I just made, um, is the enemy callouts. That's something that's very, very interesting to me. I think that's something that's kind of ambitious. Something that something that I think to certain gamers or certain people will seem slightly more simple, and I think that's a valid point as well. But I think when you there's a certain point to where you go all out with it kind of thing there's like okay you've shot an enemy you'll get spotted will they chase you but to the point where like 
you'll kill one of their red shirt characters and some women might go oh oh henry's dead over here that kind of thing or like um they spot you and they say hey the girl i think they call her the girl or whatever i don't think that they know her name or i, I don't know but uh they'll say hey over here or whatever they'll go and look over there and they'll maybe bring somebody then maybe you'll kill them and then uh, i mean there's dogs involved as well they call out those names the, the dogs names as well uh when you have to kill them and you will have to kill dogs in this game i know it's very sad but um it's it's kind of kill or be a kill do you want that dog to rip out ellie's throat or do you want to survive it is kind of uh yeah it's a darker thing certainly but um it's the way the world is really to, to be honest i mean you look at last world last of us and uh a post-apocalyptic game that dog is going to rip out of um heroes throats or or try to or whatever or bite their faces or whatever the situation is going to be however a dog would would kill someone um so yeah it is the case of like do you want that to happen or do you want to you know at least survive kind of thing uh it's a tough situation but it's just the way that it is but uh, no i'm very interested to see how that plays out as well with uh enemy call out how far that will kind of go i'm interested as well with let's say i kill somebody from a slight distance and they go oh Patricia's dead or whatever. I'm just making up names, of course. Oh, Patricia's dead or Paley's dead or whatever. And they go to run over to them. And maybe they spot you in the process. Um, And the whole idea of like, okay, if you run away to a certain degree, is there a certain point that they stop looking for you? Is there a point that they look for you more relaxed? Because you've just killed one of their friends or maybe their sister or their cousin or their brother or uncle. or Because uh, apparently some of these characters are going to... In a smaller sense, be uh, related possibly. So you might end up killing someone's brother or sister or uncle, granddad, whatever the situation may be, or their dog. Uh, they'll call out for that. Obviously, they'll be very, very angry because you've just killed their family member, or just their, or, or their friend, whatever, or just somebody that they know from their camp. Um, so they're obviously going to be chasing after you and things like that. So I'm very interested to see how that works. Um, and yeah, just like okay, if you really run away from the area, how far do they kind of chase you and and uh, let's say you let's say you get away but you have to return to their to, to that particular area how thoroughly are they kind of looking in the area for you that sort of thing i'm very interested in that as well so uh we'll see how that plays out there's also the whole thing of like you can go prone you can lay in tall grass um and uh of course ellie's more agile than uh than Joel was so you'll be able to climb more stuff they've put a lot of emphasis on the climbing mechanic in this game and how that will all kind of work so um yeah, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a thoroughly different, completely different kind of gameplay experience than playing as Joel. While still kind of maintaining the core sense of The Last of Us. That's what I kind of think we're going to get here. So we'll see. But uh, the other point is a darker world. Um, I know it's maybe a little bit weird to be invested in a kind of darker world. But just in terms of what this game's going for and what the what it seems like might might kind of be going on here. And the whole cult situation and all that. I'm very interested to see, yeah, just just that kind of darker world because, as I've kind of said, that's what that world would be like, yeah. So we'll see how that kind of works out. But uh, not got quite as much to say with the darker world stuff because I kind I kind of already touched upon that in the uh, the violence in the game and that sort of stuff. So um, we'll see. But uh, that's pretty much all the points I want to make. Uh, very, I I I kind of thought this was maybe a more obvious thing, but the characters and the story. I'm very very invested in these characters in Joel and Ellie and everybody else. Uh, and see what the new characters are like. And Ellie's got herself a new girlfriend. So we'll see how that kind of plays out and everything. Uh, there's also this guy. Um, the other new male character. 
in the group. I'm not sure I've heard his name too many times, so I can't quite remember it. But uh, he's involved in that. How does he kind of play out into the story? And, like, how does Ellie fit into this, like, kind of community? In some of the trailers, she seemed a bit more awkward towards it. So, yeah, it's going to be some interesting stuff in here. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much my preview for Last of Us Part 2. Don't expect me to do too many previews for too many games. I just wanted to kind of talk about this one last time. Uh, before the game comes out. So uh, I think what I'm going to do later. I was planning on doing like some of this talk. In our gaming talk podcast this week. I think what I'm going to go through with Robert. Is uh, more of the scores of the game. And uh, some of the reviews and things like that. Again we won't touch upon any spoilers. I'm not going to mention any of the two things. That uh, that I heard about the game. Um, but uh, that's some of the conversation. I'm going to kind of have with uh, with Robert a bit later. So we'll see. But uh yeah, for those of you who um, have played the game or are excited or haven't played the game and still excited, whatever the situation may be for Last of Us Part 2, how do you feel going into the game? Have you already played it? Are you one of the people that got a code and you managed to review it early? What do you think of your experience? Uh, maybe send me your review, but please keep it spoiler free. Uh, if it's got spoilers in it, I'll have to listen to it or watch it after... Uh, I finished the game, of course, but you can send all that stuff in to matthewandentertainmenttalk.org, Twitter, eTalkUK, there's a contact page and information in your show notes. So uh, please feel free to send all of that in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there is still an element of risk to this. I could post this and then somebody could still send me a spoiler two days before release. But, again, I don't know if that spoiler is even true. So what am I supposed to do? I don't know. So I, I, I kind of just came to this realisation of, like, even though someone might send me a spoiler, should I let that be a like a, a sort of block for me to not do this podcast? Should I actually let that get in the way? And the conclusion I came to was no. So we'll see. But uh, there we go. Uh, you can find, of course, everything else on entertainmenttalk.org. If you would like to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, uh, you can do that as well. We're on Patreon. Please check out the $1.00. And $3 level tiers. Amazon affiliate link. If you're wanting to shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds. Please rate review and subscribe to those. Word of mouth. Please tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. Uh, social media. Please share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can put them in different Facebook groups. Word of mouth. Please tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feeds. Uh, Twitch and streaming. Bex is still streaming. Near enough daily on Twitch. Trista Bytes. B-Y-T-E-S. Go and check her out over there. Uh, me and David stream sometimes on Twitch as well. Robert does on Mixer. And I do the FIFA streams on Mixer as well. And look out for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you all very much for listening. And I'll see you next time. Goodbye.